We have to give ourselves grace. And self-care now is more popular than when I was in high school. It's not something that we talked about in high school, like take care of yourself, take care of your soul, take care of your spirit. What is it that you need today? What are some grounding things? As when I got into my adulthood, I'm learning and I learned the most because I crashed. I crashed and I went into a massive burnout. And that what really opened my eyes to the word care. And that word we know, we know what care is, but we apply that care to ourselves last. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show, where you'll learn how to get your mind right so that your body will follow. I'm Trudy Stone, certified culinary nutritionist, TV guest expert, and author. After self-hacking my mind and body to lose 30 pounds, I now help busy, overwhelmed women use stress as their superpower so that they can rise above it and become more calm, resilient, and physically fit. Each week, not only will you learn nutrition and stress management habits, you'll also learn about the power of food to enhance your mental and physical well-being and how to overcome your battles with living a healthier lifestyle. The secret to eating healthier, improving your mood, and increasing your energy are not only about what you put in your stomach, it's also about what's going on in your brain. So congratulations on showing up. I promise to support you on your health journey with every single episode. Let's begin. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show. This is culinary nutritionist Trudy Stone, and I am so grateful that you tuned in today. This week, we have an amazing guest on the show, the one and only Love More. And by the end of this episode, you guys are going to fall in love with her as much as I have over the past few years. And Love More just brings so much love and light and, well, Let's get into the episode and I'll tell you more. So let me tell you a little bit more first about Love More. So Love More is a mother, coach, and creator of Love More Lifestyle, Inc. She supports women over 35 to serve and love themselves first with her Love More Lifestyle Blueprint. She helps women to prevent burnout, live a life full of joy, and amplify the courage to manifest the best in themselves. Welcome to the podcast, Love More. How are you? I am doing fabulous, especially sitting in your presence. I love your energy or, or energy complements each other. And I am thankful to share. I'm thankful for the opportunity to exchange your energy. And I'm thankful for the person listening to this podcast. Oh, that's amazing. We don't really get a lot of guests, you know, to thank them for listening for, to the podcast. So thank you for that. <laughs> Showing the guests a little bit of love. Okay. So love more right off the bat. And I told you this before we hit record, your Instagram page is like this safe haven of like peace and love and encouragement. And every time I visit your page, I leave feeling just a little bit lighter. And I really want to acknowledge you for that. So definitely make sure you follow love more on Instagram. I will put her Instagram handle in the show notes for you guys. And you guys will see exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. So love more. I know I just read your bio, but I always like to hear people talk about themselves in their own words. So if this is somebody's first time being introduced to you, or if they haven't heard of you before, can you give us a little bit of a background about you and what it is that you do? Awesome. I thank you so much, Trudy, for your beautiful words. It's just, um, it's a source of encouragement and I'm going to share from my heart. 
for so many years when people ask me, introduce yourself or tell me a little bit more about yourself, I always go into the roles that we play. So if you ask me today who I am, I'm going to tell you I am the joy seeker, the sun chaser, the sky chaser. I'll take you into my morning. I'm going to take you into my morning. This morning, I got up and every day I get up and I sing. People don't understand that singing is, I call it my spiritual H2O. Because you know the importance, like for you as a nutritionist, you know the importance of H2O for physical body. But no one tells about the spiritual H2O for our soul and or spirit, which is the highest part of our being in living. And I tapped into that. It's something I believe in. And I get up and I sing. The reason why I sing, I choose songs with words that are going to speak life into my day. Mm. And I do it every day, Trudy, because every day we have a, a physical breakfast. We have breakfast, we have lunch, we have dinner, we have snacks, and we forget our soul, our energy, and our spirit. How are we feeding our soul and our spirit? So I'm a soul feeder, a spirit feeder, a soul lover, and I am learning the different parts that makes me, me, so I can really take better care of myself. So who I am, I always define myself, but what I want to chase me down. I am gratitude. I am love. I am peace. I am joy. I am smile. I'm wisdom, I'm abundance. That this is who I am. If you want to know the roles that I play, that's a different question. I am a mother. I'm a mother. I'm your sister. I'm your friend. Even if you haven't met me yet, I'm your sister and your friend. You just haven't discovered me yet. (laughs) (laughs) Right? And um, professionally, I serve as a coach here at Love More Lifestyle Inc. I hope I've answered your question, but I keep it real. And this is who I am. <laughs> Love More, that might have been one of the best answers to that question I have heard on this podcast. That is amazing. And when you talk about like feeding your soul, right? It's so funny you should say that because yesterday morning, I was actually thinking about that. Because I've gotten into this routine now where I exercise five times a week, right? So the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning, and I do have a morning ritual, and I want to hear about yours as well, because I know you have one too. So the first thing I do when I wake up is I feed my mind. So I feed my mind something like I read like a personal development book. Even if I can't read an entire chapter, I at least read a few pages and get a key takeaway that helps me to set my intention for the day. I'm all about setting your attention for the day and how you start your day determines how your day will flow. I'm a big believer in that. So mm-hmm. I feed my mind in the, in the morning. And then after that, I feed my body when I do exercise. Right. And then I feed mm-hmm. my, my soul and my body again, when I do the, um, the nutrition and the healthy eating and all of that good stuff. So I'm always like kind of trying to check those boxes of feeding my mind and my soul and my body. So I awesome. love that you said that. And I know you have like a morning ritual too. And I saw yours recently on Instagram. I was like, geez, I need to upgrade my morning ritual. You have like, <laughs> I don't know, grapefruits and like this. I don't even know, but it was beautiful. So can you talk to us a little bit about like your morning ritual and, and what that looks like? I think Absolutely. you had like a spiritual breakfast, right? Yes. yes. I, 
I will take you in because it is so wide. And if we just talk and what I do in the mornings, we'll be here forever. <laughs> mornings, you know, just, you know, just like how they say, you know what, the breakfast we have, it breaks the fast between the sleeping and the getting up in the morning. I know for myself, because I love happiness so much. I'm waking up. I'm like, how can I get the most happiness out of this day? And it starts in the morning. From the moment I arise in bed, I once I, I open my eyes, it's a gratitude. It's like, thank you, Lord. And I practice that more. Mm-hmm. But what I love to do is I scan how my energy is doing when I wake up. Is it a low energy? It, am I good to just get out the room after my worship? Or do I need to stay in the room and do some more work? So I scan my energy because my energy signals, how am I doing? Am I worried? Am I, am I thinking about something? Am I overthinking? So that's the first part of my morning routine. Where am I at? What do I need? What are the signals? And I love to leap out of bed to a song dancing. <laughs> it's, listen, Trudy. I love if that. You, if you can slide out of bed, a song you're almost like intentionally setting yourself up to win because it's going to lift your spirit and you we we have access to billions of songs that we love we know the song that we love to groove to and move to so I set the intention from the night before this is going to be my song to wake up to tomorrow I press play and I dance Sometimes I listen to, I love nature. I love, um, this week I've been listening to on YouTube. I've searched up, um, butterfly gardens with music Hmm. and I, I, I lay in bed and I listen to that. So I have, I'm just not one person who does one thing because it gets stale after a while. So I'm always switching things up. So I have, I have a mixture of things I do in the morning that I can pull out of my bucket, depending on where am I at. But I'm going to take you into this morning. So after I finish in my bedroom, I'm like, okay, I'm good to greet the world now. I'm built up. I'm built up enough to greet the world. And I'm smiling. I got my yellow. So after I finish my, my spiritual H2O and all of that stuff, I love the colors. So I'm like, I knew my background was going to be yellow. So <laughs> the background in Zoom kind of like, okay, your color is going to be yellow today. So I go in and I pick my yellow necklace and my yellow earrings. Because cute and feeling cute is a part of the practice, okay? Mm-hmm. I agree. Right? Honestly, as a woman, when you feel cute, it really propels your day. It does. And whatever cute looks like for you, that's good. But for me, cute is like, I'm ready to start the day. I am blessed. I'm favored. I'm alive. And it just add a whole different level of cute. Then I step outside. There's a rose bush in the backyard. And I take my camera and I zoom in. Trudy gives me energy. And I go outside barefooted. Mm. That grounds me. And when I step outside um, barefooted, it elevates my gratitude. 
I get to step outside. I get to feel another day. I get to feel the sun on my foot bottom. How blessed I am. Then the birds start to sing and then we start to dance in the backyard. And then I'm looking up at the sky and I'm like, the sun is greeting me. And I greet the sun and I'm like, we are going to shine together today. And this is how I started my Winning Wednesday. And I say Winning Wednesday. Because the moment we arise and we are alive, we are winning. Mm. So this is how I started my Wednesday. Every day, even though the base and the structure may be similar, it's all about, okay, Lord, what is the abundance in today that I'm going to tap into? It is, is it the sky? Is it the birds? Is it the butterfly garden on YouTube? Is it a song for my, my soul and spirit? And then I get into the physical part where I feed my body, but I always feed my soul and spirit before I feed my physical body. Mm -hmm. And then I get up, dress up, bless up, smile and serve. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Love more. Bravo. Like you win the award for best morning ritual, Danny Stone. Like, I'm sorry. I got to take the award from him. You can tell him I said that. <laughs> oh, no, we can't. We can't. We can't mess with Coach Stone in the building. OK, that's my that's my mentor. We can't mess with, we can't mess with Danny Stone. Listen, we need our Danny Stone. OK, <laughs> no, he's really great about the morning rituals, too. Yeah, I love so much about what you said. Um And I also resonate with that too, because I love, see, I'm so glad that the weather is warm now and it's summer because one of the first things I do when the weather starts to get warmer is I plant my garden outside. And I just love like when you talk about like having your feet, like your bare feet on the ground, like that's how I feel when I put my hands in the earth and when I'm planting all of my flowers, like I don't use the gardening gloves. I just, I rip them off, you know, I burn them to a certain point, but then I rip (laughs) them off and I like to get in there. I don't care if there's dirt in my nails. I just love feeling that, that earthy feeling in my, in between my fingers. I love the smell of it. So all that to say, like, I, I understand what you're talking about, but getting outside and feeling the sun on your face, connecting with nature. So that's like my little way of of connecting with nature each morning when I go outside each morning and I water my flowers. So I really do love that. And I love that like you said, like your ritual changes because you, you want to change it up. So to breathe new life into it, so it doesn't get stale. So I yeah. love that as well, but I have to ask what song, what's your favorite song to jump out of bed and listen to? Oh my goodness. As <laughs> I said, I'm not sure if I told you, I have two song notebooks. Oh, so no. I have, I have a worship song notebook and I have a dance song worship notebook. Okay. So the song, so the worship song this morning was rain down on me by Kirk Franklin. And I actually oh. shared actually shared it in my stories in with my community. Mm-hmm. The second song, I, I came on um, Clubhouse and someone was speaking about drink water, drink water, drink water, drink water. And I'm like, I'm going to share with you my spiritual age tool for this morning. I love to sing. And she was talking about drink water, drink water. And I'm like, drink water and mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> right? And then there's um, there's another lady and she got this um, song stuck in my head. Today's going to be a great day. Today's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. So I just bust down singing in this clubhouse group and we were just having, but you know what it is truly, their songs are energy. Mm-hmm. It's an energy exchange and we just have to know to tap into it. And it's all about the consistency. Song is almost to me like eating, as I said, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I call it my spiritual breakfast. Mm -hmm. And 
it has allowed me to shift my mindset. It's how I practice my affirmations through songs because the words are there. If you, there's certain words that when you listen to in a song, it can, t- it can pull you out of bed when you don't want to oh, get out of bed. Yes. Yes. Right. So I tap into that. I'm like, there are billions of songs for us to wake up to each morning and I find a song. And when, when I can't think of which one is best, I go through my worship notebook and you remind your mind like, oh my gosh, that's my song. It's my song. <laughs> right. So I document, document, document. In the mornings when the energy is low, Trudy, and I'm like, I don't feel like getting out of bed today, 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 today. I'm like, what are the tools I can use? And I'm like, let me go to my notebook and see which song. And then I'm like, let me try this song. If that song isn't working, I have so many songs to choose from. Let me tell you something. One of them is going to work. Oh, (laughs) I love that. Do you want to know what my song is? Yes, yes, please, please, please. Cheers to Life by Voice. You know, because you know I love Soka, right? I think everybody on the podcast by now knows I love Soka. So that song, the lyrics of that song, you know, from my wake up this morning, I'm a winner. Oh, that is the song I put on in the morning. And I'm like, yes, let's do this. Yes. Yeah. That's one right about those words. Right. Yeah. 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 It's a weird winner from you. Wake up this morning. Yes. It's a winner. Yes. 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 Life is so good to be right. I'm telling you, singing is singing and songs is just like one of the best blessings that we can tap into every day. And the beautiful thing is it's free to us. I know, I know people pay to produce and all of that stuff, but we have free access to songs and listen, sing that song. Yeah. Sing that song in the shower. Listen, yeah. sing. I, I always say I sing out the sadness. I was telling that to Cold Stone at one day. <laughs> I said, I sing out the sadness. I worship out the worry. And when I say it, I actually do. I will mm-hmm. sing that song till my daughter look at me. I'm like, mom, have mercy on this song. Have mercy <laughs> on the song. So, you know what, Trudy, we have to. We have to know what works for us. Mm-hmm. It may mm-hmm. seem silly to someone else, like a song works for you like that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, because I know that it works and I do the things that makes me feel better. So um, singing, like I'm telling you, I, I, if I had the voices of all the best voices in the world, you would see me every day on a, on a street corner singing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to share this with you. Don't laugh. I think Danny's the only one that knows that I do this right now. So I do something called speaking of, of songs. I like linking songs as well to things that you don't necessarily enjoy doing. So let's say there's a task you're working on at work and you don't really want to do that task. You don't look forward to doing it. Just pop in your headphones, put on that song, and then it's going to make you feel better as you go through that task. So one of the things is Saturdays. So on Saturdays, I have Soka smoothie Saturdays. <laughs> So I whip up my green smoothie and I drink my green smoothie and I dance. I turn up the music loud and I dance to Soka while I'm drinking my green smoothie. So that's my Soka smoothie Saturday. So even if you're trying to eat healthier, like that could work too, right? Just maybe if you're trying to meal prep, put on your favorite music when you're meal prepping, right? Have a little party and you'll enjoy it more, right? We need to do things that change our state so we can get out of that that negative state that we're in. Because once you have one negative thought, it leads to another and another and another. And that's why we have to just practice changing our state as quickly as we possibly can. I have to say that 
I'm declaring that that's Soka Smoothie Saturday. You're gonna be you're gonna be teaching your clients this whole Soka Saturday Smoothie Saturday. That is just that is just awesome. That is just awesome. Come on into come. I'm just loving that. Okay, I gotta I gotta show real about that. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the real because I gotta I gotta let people know what's going on. It's been a little secret of mine. Again, Danny's the yes. only one that knows it because he hears yeah. the Soka. When he I think it's time to share. Yes, I, I think will share. It's I think it's time to share and please tag me on it because I will be dancing alongside. You're just like getting me excited already. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right. Deal. Deal. Okay. So let's talk about your self-love journey. Um, love more. What was the catalyst to you starting your self-love journey? The, the number one journey for me. I mean, there's, there's many different and um, just to get right to what was the number one you know what, Trudy, a lot of times it takes pain to move us into that big propel of purpose. Mm-hmm. And it was when my mom went to heaven. She had terminal cancer, so I knew she was going. And I saw her, they gave her three months and I saw her went from everything to nothing. Mm. And if that doesn't wake someone up, it did. Mm -hmm. And I was lost for many years in my brand, in life. I didn't know it was lost because we don't speak about these things. And I I wasn't someone who communicated. So my mom was worried about me. She Mm -hmm. was like, "You, you keep everything in. You don't talk. And she was broken. So when I saw her slowly going away, it's almost like I had cataract on my eyes. Like I couldn't see, mm-hmm. I couldn't see life. I couldn't see the sky, the sun going outside to chase and look at the, the, the rose blooming and all the flowers I missed. I, I didn't see those things. I was so busy. I was, was so busy just running, chasing, eating fast, talking fast, running fast, spinning fast. And God wanted me to say, easy, love more, easy, slow down. But I wasn't listening to the cues and the sign because I remember my dad before he left for, um, he left to go back home in 2015. He broke down and he said, you're working too hard. Don't kill yourself. Mm-hmm. And Judy was like, I cared, but I was so broken. It still didn't penetrate. So God removing my mom from this earth was the only thing that woke me up. Mm. And I decided that I want to live. I want to wake up in the morning and see the abundance in every single day. From the rose bush in the back to the sun kissing down on me and say, go love more, you have light and shine. And I just had this burning desire to be, to become, to live, to love, and to just enjoy each day, even when it's difficult, to just see the beauty in each day. And I was on fire, truly. I, I like God just planted this fire inside me. He's like, I want more. I want, I'm yeah. curious about life. I want more. Tell me more. Tell me more. That's where it started. It started from a place of pain. Mm. And the pain just bursted out this beautiful 
experience of what can be if I only just decided to just learn more about who I am and really tap into the essence of the beauty of every single day. And it got so beautiful. I'm like, Lord, I want more. I want more. Mm. <laughs> so that was the catalyst. Oh, I love that. And, you know, I can so resonate with that because um, not losing a parent, I can't imagine what that's like, but, you know, I, I had a, my own, you know, really, I guess, I don't, how do I put this into words? But it was like a life-threatening illness I had. This was years ago. And I remember leaving the hospital. And when I left the hospital and I was in the car, I felt like I was seeing everything again for the first time. Wow. Like the trees look different. Birds look different. People look different. It was just, I, so I know what you mean when you said like you felt like you had like cataracts on your eyes. And then after, you know, your mom went to heaven, it was like the cataracts were removed and you could see things differently. I know exactly what that feels like. Cause I can pinpoint the exact moment that that happened to me as well. And that I felt that as well. Wow. And, and I spent a lot of years in sadness, you know, like you, and I always wondered, why are these things happening to me? Why, why am I going through this? But I've realized that that pain has transformed my life in a way that I never thought I would be transformed. It's made me such a stronger person. I always thought I was strong, but it's made me like Teflon. <laughs> it's made me more resilient. It's made me appreciate life more. It's made me appreciate my loved ones more, my husband more, um, and just life more. So I know exactly you know, what you mean when you say that, like when you have that pain in your life and when you have that situation that you go through, it really does. It really does change your whole perspective and your whole perception of life and what you are capable of doing. So I, I get that. I feel that 100%. I love, you know what, you know what I love the most about this, that we're interacting. I'm leaving here literally knowing more and Coach Stone is going to love this because he talks about this all the time. The power of storytelling. Yes. There's so much, we have so much in common. We share. And like when you're sharing, you're talking, I can relate because I've been through something similar. Oh my goodness. I'm loving this woman. Yeah. Loving it. Me too. Me too. Me too. Um, okay. Love more. We have to talk about how you got the name love more because it's an incredible name. So tell us how that name came to be. It was, um, can you imagine having this beautiful name for 45 years and not really recognizing that this name even exists in the family? And when my mom was going through her journey, I'm like, Love more. What a beautiful name. So when my mom, when my mom went to heaven, I decided that the best gift I can do to honor her is to honor her last name. Because when she got married, she didn't change her name. I'm like, good for you. I'm love, I'm loving that she didn't change her name. So I took on, I just like it's my mission to live the love more lifestyle. It is my mission to honor my mom and to love more. And that's how it started. Oh, I love that. That is so amazing. And the fact that that name was in the family all this time and you didn't realize it. But again, it's like when we go through these things in life, and when things happen to us, you know, we're able yeah. to see things that were right under our nose the whole entire time. We're able to see qualities and, and you know, characteristics within ourselves that we're there the whole entire time, but yeah. we just needed to unearth them, you know? 
I love that. Okay. So you have a method called the seven A's to living and loving more. Can you share that with us? Yes. So I'm not sure how much time we have because we could just, as as I said, we could be here forever. And um, the floor is yours. You go for it. (laughs) So this was, this was what happened. I, a lot of people just started to ask, like, you're not the same person I know before you were shy. You wouldn't have any conversation. And like Trudy was bad. Like normally with your mother, you can go to your mother and you can communicate to a certain level there was no communication if something was bothering me she could see the pain in my eyes because mother they know but there was no there was absolutely no conversation so people started to ask me like how comes you're always so happy and all mm-hmm. like always so happy means nine out of ten times like if you if you come to my door and even if I'm having a tough day I greet you with a smile it comes from within. It's it's something naturally that comes from within. So people keep asking, like, I don't understand how comes you're always smiling, you're always so happy, you're always so joyful. And then I got to like, and someone said to me, you know what? You should document your journey. Like, don't take it for granted that because you've been through it, like someone else can't benefit from it. And I started to listen and I, I prayed. I'm like, Lord please allow me to document the steps that you're go- that you're having me going through. And I like to keep things coordinated. So I felt inspired. I love the, the, the number seven. If anything I'm doing is either three or five or seven. Me too. Wow. Wow. Listen, my birthday's me- on the seventh. So seven's my oh favorite my- number. Yeah. Yes. So it's like <laughs> three or five. Anything I'm doing is three or five or seven. I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you about my three-day rule after. And I started to pray because truly I wanted this to come from a place of Lord, you are guiding me. And it started off with anchor. So I, I, I start, I wrote down the word anchor and then I ended up with seven pillars and they're all A's. So I'm going to go through them quickly. Anchor, awareness, acceptance, affection, appreciation, attention, and attitude. And the last one is action and accountability. Mm. So these are, I looked in on my journey and I'm like, what's working? What am I doing? And how can I organize them into A's? Mm. And that's what I did. And I call them the seven A's to living and loving more. And this is from my own personal journey. These are the things that has helped me continue to help me. And this is where I go when I'm like having a tough season. I'm like, let me go back to what worked. Sometimes you have to elevate things. Sometimes you have to add to things. Sometimes you have to be flexible in the combination of how you use them. But it has worked for me. I know I know within a doubt because I feel it. I see it. I feel the energy of the change. And this is what I share. I'm like, I have to share this. So these are the seven A's that really, truly has taken me from all that pain and not knowing who I am, not really seeing the abundance in each day and truly living more than I was seven years ago, Trudy. I love that. And, you know, you touched on a word abundance, and that is such an important word because our default as humans is to live in lack. 
and yes. think about and ruminate on all the things that we don't have instead of appreciating the things that we do have and taking yeah. the things for granted that we do have. So, you know, again, going back to the morning ritual, like I, and like you said, like you do a lot of different things. I do a variety of different things too. And another thing I do is, is I live in gratitude. So when I wake up in the morning and I'm not like on fire every single morning when I wake up, but the days when I'm not, I just think to myself, okay, well, Trudy, what are three things you can be grateful for in this moment? Instead of thinking about all the things that aren't going right and all the things that aren't happening, what is going right? What, what do you have right now? Well, you're lying in a bed. Yeah. A lot of people out there who are homeless or unsheltered, I think is the the term now that they use unsheltered, you know, so there's that, you know, you have a wonderful husband lying Mm. next to you. You have that. So again, anytime we are living in lack and when our thoughts go to lack, instead, I want to encourage people to flip that around and think about all the things that you do have in your life instead. Even if you have a job and you have a way to pay bills, even if you don't like the job, at least you have (laughs) something that's paying the bills. Absolutely. Right? I love that. I love so that. we need to appreciate those things that when you have, and when you practice that, you know, it's not about being perfect all the time. It really is a practice, but when yes. you practice that, that's when you start to retrain your brain to look for those good things in life. Yeah. And again, so- I don't have it all figured out. There's days where I'm, you know, my mind's, you know, in the crapper as well, but again, yeah. and that's why I say it's a practice and give yourself grace. Like if you have like, you know, a really negative thought, First, you got to forgive yourself for having that thought and you can yes. just choose another thought. Just choose again. Choose another thought. I love that. Ooh, you know, I love it. So yeah, I, I love the seven A's, um, you know, to living and loving more. I think that is amazing. And I love that they're all A's because it makes it easy to remember. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so love more with your clients and when you're with your community, what are some of like the common themes that you see with people when it comes to neglecting their self-care? I find, especially as women, we multitask so much. We have so many things going on and we don't recognize the cost of not taking care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. I think I want to start there. I never, I never understood the self-sabotage. I never understood that I was self-abusing. I never understood at that point in time. I think you could speak to me a million and one times. I just wouldn't get it. I didn't understand what I was doing to myself. And we do, we wear so many hats and we don't stop to think about what am I doing to myself? Where am I going to be 20 years from now if I don't take care of my physical body and my spirit and my soul? Or, you know, a lot of times we ask ourselves from a professional standpoint, where do I want to be in five, 10 years? If you ask someone, where do you want to be in five, 10 years? The first thing they're going to start to tell you is about their career. Mm -hmm. Or they tell you how much money they want to make. No one, no one really, when we're growing up, really, and our parents didn't even know better about this whole self-care no. It's, it's, we're learning. Honestly, we're all learning. Right. So we are all learning. And as you said earlier, we have to give ourselves grace and self-care now is more popular than when I was in high school. It's not something that we talked, we talked about in high school, like take care of yourself, take care of your soul, take care of your spirit. 
what is it that you need today? What are some grounding things? As when I got into my adulthood, I'm learning. And I learned the most because I crashed. I crashed and I went into a massive burnout. And that what really opened my eyes to the word care. And that word we know, we know what care is, but we apply that care to ourselves last. Mm-hmm. We are on like way down on the list when it talks to care and give ourselves attention. Mm-hmm. We don't put ourselves first on the list. So we can be all that we are meant to be to serve and nurture others. Mm-hmm. So I'm thankful that I'm sitting on the other side of the crash and the burnout and truly understanding why I need to care for myself. Mm-hmm. I love that. And, you know, you just brought up something else for me and that's self-compassion. And I think that's something that I've definitely learned along my journey um, with things that have happened with me over the past few years. I used to be so hard on myself. Like some of the things I used to say to myself, I'm like, I would never say that to anybody. Like, why do I talk to myself like that? You know, is that making you feel any better? Or is that making you feel worse? That's another question that we need to ask ourselves when we're so hard on ourselves. Like, is what I'm doing or saying, is that making me feel better? Is it making me feel worse? It's making you feel worse. You were, it's within your power to change it. Yeah. Stop it. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And we don't, we don't realize that we just continue to just beat ourselves up like Mike Tyson. (laughs) It's like constant fight night in our minds. Right. yeah, so we need to be kinder to ourselves. So that's why, like, when you talk about, like, you know, like the the mantras and the affirmations and the singing, like, choose whatever it is that works for you. Yeah. Like for me, I love having, like, even be like behind me, like you can see something on the wall. Like if you stumble, make it part of the dance. Like I, I I just love having all these different like affirmations and just like words around. Like I subscribe to this um this app. I can't remember what it's called, but it sends me a motivational um quote twice a day. And let me tell you, it is right on time. Every single time that quote comes through, it's like, it reads my mind and the quote comes through and it's like, boom, it just helps me to just reset my intention. Right. So you can even do things like that, make it automatic. Right. Again, it's about doing what works for you when it comes to loving yourself more, when it comes to prioritizing your mental health more, like it is so important. It's more important than ever before. Absolutely. Yeah. So Lovemore, what are some of like the best resources that have helped you along the way, along your, your self-care journey and your self-love journey that you can share with us? Um, the best resources is what's top of mind for me is asking for help. That's a resource. Mm. And it's, um, I have a few C's for you. It's, it's community. I have blossomed the most when I tapped into the currency of community. Mm. like Code Stone, it has taken me such a long time to learn to ask for help. And because I go back to the A's, action says, take action. You know, action is the solution to our situation. Right. It's taking actions. Like what action do you need to take? Who do you need to call? What do you need to do? When do you need to do all of that stuff? And community has been one of the, biggest currencies for me in my life because for such a long time I was pouring into every and everyone and no one was pouring into me not to the level that they're pouring to me now every day I have someone pouring into me Nicole I can reach out to Code Stone if I'm just like oh throwing my hands up in the air like I just don't care right <laughs> and um 
I, I, I value that I can reach out and say, Code Stone, I just want to just throw my hands up in the air right now. And he's like, let's have a chat. I, I'm so thankful for him. And it's not every and anyone you can go to with certain situations. But I'm thankful, as I said, that I have grown knowing that I can't do this journey of excellence alone. Mm-hmm. We need a community. And the community can just be one or two two people but community has has helped me the other resource that I tap into is tapping into our creativity Mm. that gives that gives us life yes and that looks that looks different for everyone and when we don't tap and live into our own genius of creativity we starve ourselves Mm -hmm. right have you ever seen someone and they're so gifted and talented but they're not living in it someone who Mm -hmm. can sing and they can sing, they can sing for years and they don't share that even to themselves. So no one knows that they have this beautiful gift and you're like, you can sing or you can do this or you can cook, Trudy, you can cook. We have to learn to live in our gifts and tap into our own unique sense of creativity. This is why I know my zone of creativity. I love to take pictures. I love to create floral stuff. I love flowers. And if I'm having low energy, I'm like, you didn't create anything all week. I have to create, Judy. I have Mm. to create. I have to create. I have the creating words. And this is why I do a lot of videos because I get to dress up. I put on my yellow (laughs) and I'm connecting. Right, I'm connecting. So we have to be aware. What does creativity looks like on your end? Is it is it writing a poem? Is it singing? Is it connecting with your community and in your own style and fashion? So the resources are endless to us, but it starts with self-awareness. Mm-hmm. It starts with self-awareness. Who are you? What do you need? And what do you need to tap into? Oh, I love, I love all of that. I love how you're talking about like tapping into like your energy source and tapping into that creativity. That's so important. And I think, especially when we work corporate jobs, like we lose a little bit of that. We lose a little bit of ourselves in these big demanding corporate roles. Right. And I know that I felt like that when I was working in the corporate world, like I just felt like I just got sucked into this vacuum and there was just like no room for me to just really be creative. And then after I went through the situation I went through, and that's when I started like tapping into the things that I really love to do, like baking. Right. And then I started a cupcake business, but that was in the past. (laughs) Okay. Wow. Cupcake business owner to nutritionist. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm loving your journey. And I'm I'm thankful that I'm getting to really like know you a little bit more. Like we see each other and, you know, we admire each other, but we don't really get to get yeah. a little bit more and I'm feeling so honored. Like I get to know a little bit more about you today. So such a blessing. Oh, thank yeah. you. I, I feel the same too. Love more. Like I said, I'm always creeping your Instagram. Always there like, Oh my God, that's so good. That gives me all the feels. And yeah. So oh, I've been dying to God. have you on this podcast. Wow. So love more. I have a question that I ask all my guests and that is what is your favorite way? And I think you've shared this with us before, but I got to ask you, what is your favorite way to take care of your mind and your body? Wow, oh, the list is long. So I'm just going to, <laughs> yeah, the the list is the list is very very long. I think I'm going to introduce you, introduce you. I have what I call a joy list, and this joy list mm-hmm. is it reminds me of how to take care of the different parts of me, like my mind, 
you know, which is a part of my soul. And so my soul, my spirit. So there's five parts to me that I document. I am soul. I am spirit. I am energy. I am inner child. I am energy. So every morning, as I said, I scan to see where am I at. And based on my scan, it determines a prescription. So if I'm having a low day, then I have to just like, I need to get to the lake. Mm. Or I need to, I need to elevate my creativity. I need to pour more into creating. If I'm having a great day, then I just continue with the things that I'm doing. If I'm having a low day, then I need to elevate. I need to call someone. I need to get myself to the lake because that's like one of my biggest anchor, which I have on my list. Going to the lake or going to a creek is like Mm -hmm. one of my biggest source of centering who I am. And then I'll just continue through the day. Like, what can I do? I just go heavy into music. Or sometimes I just sit in my van and I just press the the CD player and I just sit there and just sing, 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 worship, worship. Mm -hmm. As I said, sing out the sadness and worship out the worry. So I have such a long list and combination of lists. It is, are you stuck in the mud? Call a tow truck. It's what, where are you at and what do you need? Right. If you're mm-hmm. stuck in the, if you're stuck in the mud and you need to push your car out, which I always use as analogy, you call a tow truck. If you lock your keys in, you call a locksmith. Where are you at, and what do you need? And it comes back again to awareness. Mm. So what we do is based on who we are, because what may fuel my soul may not necessarily fuel yours. You're like, you sing so much to fuel your soul. (laughs) And you're probably saying, I dance instead. So we each have different things. And this is why, truly, we have to take the time to know who we are. Yes. What fuels our soul? No one can fuel your soul like you can. Right. I'm sorry. No one can do that. It It has to come from you first. And you know that like, I need to get to the, the lake today because I need to get to the lake. This is how I'm going to go through the lake. So right. self-awareness, self-awareness and knowing more about who I am, giving myself permission to know who I am, because sometimes the journey is so scary. It's like, oh, I've got to spend time with myself. <laughs> it's scary. So these are some of the things that I do. As I said, the list is long and this is why I, I share and I take people in. Because I do a lot of things. I don't like, I get, if I'm doing the same thing in the same way, in the same proportion every day, I get, just get bored. Okay. So I'm always, I'm always elevating things. I'm always like, how can I take different pictures? How can I make it exciting for me? I'm like, I'm bored of taking pictures this way and doing video this way. So I'm always looking like, how can I elevate the elements of creativity in what I'm doing? Mm. and that really that really helps me so if I'm doing videos in a month this way next month it has to look different because I'm just like no I can't I'm just like I've outgrown because we outgrow things yes and we don't we don't want to stay at the same level of doing things the same way every day we have to elevate right and elevating for me and recognizing where am I at and what do I need to tweak what do I need to let go of now because it has service purpose and I'm always looking for um new mentors like right now I'm like I need some more spiritual mentors I'm I've grown to a certain level spiritually Mm -hmm. and I've plateaued 
And now I need to ramp things up. So I'm like, I've been praying that Lord, I need some more spiritual mentors. And he sent one yesterday. Like, oh. Oh, <laughs> you got to put it out there. You got to put it out there and yes. ask for what you want. Yes. So, um, yes. So there's so many things that I do. I could, I, I should definitely, we should definitely write a book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You should. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, one of the things you mentioned there, love more, and I'm thinking about it is awareness and I think that's what a lot of people are missing. They're missing that awareness because we're just so busy. Like you said, like, you know, crossing things off the list, going from one thing to the next, the next, the next, we're not stopping. We're not checking in with ourselves. We're not asking ourselves questions. And the most basic question is what is it that I need right now? Yes. If you're feeling stressed, if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling irritated or upset, just stop and just say, okay, I'm feeling this way to talk it out. I'm feeling this way. What is it that I need right now? Yes. I'll write it down. Write it out. Right. Because then your, then your mind starts to turn towards solutions. Then you start to develop that solution mindset and that growth mindset versus that fixed mindset. Yes. Because when you're in that fixed mindset, it's like, oh, I'm tired of this. I can't stand this. I'm so irritated. This makes me so upset when this happens. And then you're just, you're just staying there. You're staying in that. So you need to start asking yourself some questions. Okay, this is how I feel. What is it that I need right now? And again, that helps you to get into that growth mindset where you start to realize that your abilities are not limited and that you can change. I love it. I love it. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Okay. So love more. Where can people find your amazing self? I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. And I spend a lot of time on Clubhouse. And I'm on Instagram at Love More Lifestyle Coaching. I normally direct people to Instagram because I'm there every day, stories and posts. And I really want to bring you into the lifestyle that has really transformed me. And just um, join you where you're at and um, join your light and love and smile and just bring this into our world. And I look forward to um, inviting you to check me out on all my social media platforms. Amazing. And I will make sure that I link up all of the social media stuffs below in the show notes so you guys can check that out. So yes, please make sure if you go nowhere else, I need you to check out Love More on Instagram. You will be so glad that you did. Trust me on that one. And I expect to get the DMs from you guys being like, girl, you were right. Love More is amazing. (laughs) So Love More, I want to acknowledge you for everything that you bring into the world, everything you brought into my world, uh, my husband world. You're just such a bright light. And I just love like interacting with you. And I'm so glad that we could get to know each other a little bit more on this podcast. So glad that we could share your gifts with the world and with my audience here today. Uh, So thank you so much for making the time to be here. Listen, Judy, I, I knew in my heart that um, I was looking forward to this because I knew I would have gotten to know you a little bit more. And that's for me is like important. And I love that we share a lot of things in common and I love your energy. I just feel like, you know what, you're, you're, you're a love more sister for real. From the first time I connected with you, I'm like, I really love this lady. Thank you. um, I'm thankful for uh, your light as well and all that you're doing. And um, I love your perspective and the things you're doing and you know what, let's continue to shine. Yes, please. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mind Your Body Show. I hope that you learned something new to help you transform your life and your body. 
For more after the show, make sure to head over to TrudyEstone.com. That's where you'll find all of the show notes. Also make sure to head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a rating to let us know what you thought about the episode. And remember, get your mind right and your body will follow. Thanks for tuning in.